You're listening to the Level Best Network. This is the Intercot Insider Live. Live on Facebook and live in your ears <laughs> on MP3 and via streaming services. Episode 118. The Intercot Insider Live is brought to you by Magical Journeys, Intercot's official travel agency. They are the Disney vacation experts. Give them a call. And by the official ticket center. For tickets to your favorite Central Florida theme parks and attractions at discounted rates, call Patrick and company over there. They'll hook you right up. With me tonight, I've got Justin. Hello, everybody. How are you tonight? Hello, Justin. Jason. Hi. I don't feel well, so. Hi. How are you? Hi. And uh, Carolyn. Hello, everybody. How are you? Hello. And on the Skypes, Cindy. Hey there. Oh, I got I to gotta tune you up. There we go. Say that again. Say hello, everybody. Hello. There we go. That's hello. better now. <laughs> Is that better? Yeah, I forgot when I closer to my mouth. If I turn if I turn the music down, I turn you down. This is also new to me. We've only <laughs> been doing this for like what? I don't know, ten years or something like that. Anyway, hello to everybody. Uh, we are the Intercot Insider Live podcast from intercot.com. Thanks for joining us on Facebook tonight. Uh, got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Probably though, the biggest things that have gone on uh, since the last time we talked to you uh, are on a site level. Those of you who do some running might know that uh, we were doing a Run ICOD event, which coincided with a Run Disney event. Might be the other way around, but... Uh, <laughs> no, I like and, it that way. Uh, you, do, you do? And yeah. uh, a number of our uh, folks were down there. Unfortunately, I, I was not able to make it at the last moment, but uh, I think pretty much everybody else on the podcast tonight was there. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Or, yes. Sir. At, at some point, Cindy even was there. Yes. Yes. Yep. I was there briefly. <laughs> briefly. Okay. All right. That counts. So um, I, along with probably some of you, are anxious to hear what the the weekend was like. I I watched it um, on social media and such and uh, saw the pictures posted. Jason did a fantastic job with his puns, as usual. And so did the rest of the crew posting pictures and keeping us all informed. Um, I did get a couple compliments, Jason, on uh, your stuff uh, that uh, they said they felt like they were there. And it was a much needed distraction. So we aim for just to distract people. (laughs) (laughs) That's 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 an awesome job. Yeah, and actually, I just read your uh, your trip reports. I didn't see them until now, and they were very good reports. Where, where can you find those? Uh, on a wonderful website called intercot.com. Yeah, so if you go to the uh, discussion boards, uh, discussion forum, the boards, as we go, call it, uh, and look at trip reports. Did you do it there, or did you do it yes. in the run yeah, out? Trip reports, uh, linked from the front page still. It's the- okay top thing on there right now but um i was a little late in getting the last two up because my phone actually died the last day of the the trip so Wait, I got, what? It, yeah like so died, I got, died not just well, no, when I, I took it to the store and they fixed it the charger stopped working 
So it oh, went yeah. out and I couldn't recharge it. So I actually got to do a day at Disney without a smartphone. <laughs> what? Interesting. Yeah. But how did you manage your fast passes? How did you manage this? I, how, you know your how, right how, time. I how did you do to, it? I had to get a paper map and find out where the <gasps> fast pass kiosks were and use those. Wow, that's like the Stone Ages. Like the olden days. I mean, at least like the Bronze Age, because, I mean, there were like (laughs) some some technology. But, yeah, that was was interesting. So So you printed them out? No. Um, no. How does it work? Got, if you, 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 you don't go have up a... to the kiosk, so oh, okay. I still have my magic band. Oh, you had your magic so, band. Yes, yeah, so you tap it on the kiosk and it shows you the times and you can change them. But I could, I actually cannot keep remembering what time the one was, so I had to keep walking over, finding <laughs> one, and <laughs> putting it in there and pulling up. Because it was a weird time. It was like 3.55 or something. Myself and it was on my phone because I remembered the wrong time. I can't remember having... I can't imagine having to remember all those times yeah. anymore because yeah. you're so used to looking at an app. Well, you guys could try the the old fashioned thing we used to do, like in elementary school and uh, junior high. Yeah, like when you were cheating on your tests, or you know, just <laughs> write it on your write hand. it on your on the inside. Yeah, you can put your fast fast down, just a little pen and a, and your arm, and well, you could just you go, go to a store and buy an abacus and just walk around with that. <laughs> I don't wear well, a watch, so I don't I wouldn't think know you know what, what time it was. Is. Yeah, no, wow. I do. I think it's even funnier that way. Sun, sundial would have been the funnier joke there. Oh yeah, sundial. no, I, I think an abacus you know would be very funny. I, I don't have a watch anymore either, so if I don't have my phone, I have no idea what time it was either. Anyway, so I had a watch, thankfully, oh. but well, just sad. I am old, old school that way, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it was uh, a good not- weekend. We had semi good weather it was nice on the friday saturday it was a little chillier and then sunday it rained i think most of the day yeah. it rained and rained and it rained the deluge rained. the deluge <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh that's good so where should we start uh, that's that's a good question. Yeah, where where do well? I mean, let's start from the very beginning. Well, Jason, a very was good place to start. <laughs> Jason was the first one in town on Thursday. Well, actually, okay, Thursday, right? You got in. Yeah. Yep. And mm-hmm. you got in. I think a little bit behind me. Yes. And yep. um, so I wandered around Disney Springs for a little bit. I think I shared some. Pictures of the new world of Disney store, which um, there's been some more more pictures have been put up, uh, I think, today or yesterday to give you an even better look around. It is a so now the theme of it is it's a reclaimed um, animation annex. So it's supposed to be like the old like Walt's nine old men at an animation annex studio in Florida. Hmm. From okay. I don't know. I guess it was their East Coast animation annex. Alrighty, so been rethemed too. Uh, some sections have been rethemed better than others. Others do look very generic. Um, you know, Justin, you went in there a little bit. The yeah, I did not like the story. later in the day. I mean, it's um, it's it's much more open, but it it has no. Uh, character, character, spirit. It's just, it's just, yeah. It's, it's a store. It yeah, I've heard that like, a lot. In an effort to try and modernize it and make it look like a 
high-end, I don't know, boutique kind of store. They've sort of whitewashed the walls and put up nice wood beams, which would look lovely in your home. But I think when you go to World of Disney, you expect it to have, you know, like how they used to have the cartoon statue-looking princesses and pirates. And <laughs> and there was know, no, like, thing. themed areas. Like, okay, this is a movie area or this is this. There was only one theme, and that was the Mickey's 90th uh, birthday celebration yeah. going on now. But that was the – and that was – I don't know. I didn't think that area was all that big uh, for all the stuff that they had. It was – I don't know. I, I thought it was very generic and very blah. Yeah, That's it's it's, it's definitely more subtle. I mean, there are some little touches here and there, but I mean, they are little. Like you can easily miss them. Uh, I did notice at the checkout counter, as you go out on the actual counter, they've got like little sketches on the desk, like an animator drew them while they were sketching things. So there's little things like that, but it, it, there's they could have done more clearly. Um, there are other sections where it's just like the popcorn ball lighting and a sign says toys and that's right. like the only even remote disney touch in that area um there's a picture of like uh, i think up uh recently on the facebook that has the uh like center area where they have the blue glass and like that's something where i think i just threw out of my trip report <laughs> that they could have like little disney character silhouettes going behind the glass just like walking by so it'd still be subtle, but it'd be something again tying it more to Disney and something different. So it's just things like that that you think they could do, but um, it, more um, open feeling. But you know, I do have to say I don't think the walkways are any bigger. There's like designated walkways now, but the moment you want to try to get to something, you're still walking off in between very narrow, um, <laughs> you know, aisleways between shelves. And you pointed something out to me that when you go on the main cash register line, once you pay, you have to go oh, out of yeah. the store. Oh, yep. you can't go back in. No, it's um, like, okay, get your stuff, you, you pay, now get out. push your way through past people, but yeah, they're, it's sort of, <laughs> right. you're forcing your way out, basically out through the door now, which is a little different, too. Uh, I have to agree with Michelle Carbonara. Uh, I wasn't impressed with the quality of the merchandise either. seems like everything was the spirit jersey style. Oh, my gosh, those are everywhere. With yeah. the big so spirit jersey is like a sweatshirt but then on the back sort of across all like starting on one arm all across the back onto your next arm it might be huge lettering Walt Disney World and yeah. and, that, and that was kind of like popular 2 years ago like well, I, I started seeing that cuz I, mean, I watch trends in clothing and stuff a lot and the, that that design with the huge monster sized letters going from shoulder to shoulder, full back all the way, you know, crop from sleeve to sleeve has been around for a while. So it's, that's kind of, kind of crazy. And I have to agree too, not, not necessarily with the merchandise. I, I, I don't know. It was hard to tell when I was there and I was there a few weeks before you all were, but um, I, I got the same kind of feeling. It just looked like a giant warehouse. It almost looked like uh, if Disney was going to do a, kind of a discount warehouse, you know, sort of, uh, yeah, here's exactly. where we're going to put all our stuff and we're doing it on clearance and, you know, but we want a little bit of Disney flavor to it or it's something you'd find at like the outlets or something. It, it yeah. felt a lot less yeah. Disney. And, to me. and they're still trying to, you know, cash on that rose gold. Cause they had like a whole big display <laughs> of the rose gold, the ears, the bag, the scarf, the, it's just, 
Yeah, it, but that it, rose gold's still hot, Justin. And nah, I gotta not tell like you, it was not like no, it was. but no, I'm just telling. So I, I don't know if you saw this. Like American Express offered a rose gold card for people <laughs> oh, who wow. had the gold Amex card, and apparently the demand was so big that they're delayed like two or three weeks in shipping them. They said they actually broke the system oh. there. Shipping but I, it's oversaturated That's now. Crazy. It was. Oh, I, agree. It, I don't understand. You know, I don't, I don't get it so, either, Cindy. I mean, last year when we were there in 2017, uh, right before whatever the hurricane that hit, Hurricane Irma, I think it was, that hit Florida. Anyway, we were yeah. there two days afterwards, and they said they had gotten a shipment in two days before the hurricane, and they were gone in 15 minutes. I mean, a shipment of rose gold ears. Now you can't walk into a store without tripping over them. Because they're everywhere, right? Uh, you know, and actually, there, there's that new one, Jason. What were you saying? The unicorn? Yeah. Which is ugly. they had trouble describing it. So first, they called it unicorn inspired, but then they <laughs> said the color was translucent, which I kind of have the a color uh, was translucent or not translucent. Sorry, iridescent. <laughs> oh, so the color right. was iridescent. Okay. And I'm going iridescent. Really, isn't a color. It's more like a like that's like saying gloss is a color. It's it's a description. So they're, of, uh, they're trying to say like the color of an oil spill, like where you right. see a rainbow and it's shimmery. Right. So that's that's the I think the latest one of the color trends <laughs> is iridescent. Iridescent. I think the rainbow ones may have come out after that, but yeah, iridescent is the one which again that's not really a color. Right. <laughs> Glossy is a color. I mean, yeah. the, the rainbow ears are are you know really they're, they're good ones you know, and obviously what they stand for and everything. That's you know a great that you know Disney is selling them and everything. So, and you know it's just that's really cool. But just the rose gold, it's done. You know what I'm tired of is the headband ears. I miss. They need to come out with more of the beanie. With the two plastic ears, but like the hats, not the headbands. That's what I want. Yeah, they like the actual Mickey ears. Yeah. Yeah, well, I <laughs> think that's that fad is, I believe, gone. No. So, <laughs> so, so where else do we go? So after that, uh, I met up with Jason in the, the afternoon. Uh, the Edison, really. Right, the Edison, right. Um, that was, uh, we went there and... <laughs> We were sitting there at dinner, and we're looking around, and we're like, and I go, so, Jason, this place was, what, about eight months delayed? He goes, yeah. no, two years. It was like two years delayed. And I'm looking around, I'm like, why? It's brick. There's some paintings on the wall. There's nothing really special about it, and it d- was delayed two years. It wasn't like the phone, w- uh, the food was fabulous. It was, it was a good burger. Okay. And, uh it started the trend of Jason and I, uh, or m- me following Jason's every yeah, order that he got. Officially, Justin copied all my food orders. The yes, I copied week. everything he ordered basically the whole weekend. So. <laughs> and I, I copied Carolyn on the last day, though. So yes, that's well, so you didn't you didn't try the pork extravaganza. It wasn't on the menu. Burger. Oh. Yeah, we we looked for it. I th- I think that may have been um, their burger of the month, and we were yeah, there the first probably. of November, so we would have just missed it because there was a there was another one. Uh, I think Justin looked at it. That was the burger of the month special. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't I'm, I'm kind of with you guys after having been there. Um, it, the atmosphere was cool upstairs and and stuff, and the bar looked really neat downstairs. And but 
I'm not sure about the delayed opening and the food I just thought was okay. I mean, it was, there's so many good food offerings in downtown Disney or Disney Springs. I just did it again. Um, that, uh, I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't, I want to go back for the nightlife yeah. thing that goes on. But I, other I than will that, say the, maybe uh, having a drink, but you know. yeah, the cocktail I had with dinner was, was very good. That's what they're known for. So yep. yeah, would you have the Edison? That, I think we Jason. Oh, that's right. The Edison burger, and Jason had the Edison drink. <laughs> yeah, so, their signature Edison cocktail. Edison. So. Yeah, Nothing that says I'm not a tourist. Like ordering the dish and cocktail. That's the restaurant is named after. <laughs> so that was basically Thursday. You guys went to the Edison, yep. and then I think. Justin, you would have had to go to bed early because you had the 5K the next morning. Yes, I had the 5K the next morning. Uh, well, you and Dawn arrived uh, that evening. Um, yes, I picked up Dawn drove, at the airport. Drove yeah. her back uh, to the resort. So, yeah, I got back to the resort uh, probably a little bit later than I anticipated. Now, also, the buses uh, at Disney uh, yeah. that's a whole new layout there, too, the way the buses are set up. And uh, I think Jason and I, he was going to the boardwalk. I was staying at Pop Century. And I believe we both waited about 20, 25 minutes for a bus. Yeah. Um, which, you know, and of course, my bus stop was the furthest one possibly from wherever we were. But, you know. Got to the value bus, resorts. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's to be expected. So, and uh, for, some, for some reason, the Disney Springs, it was Boardwalk, Swalfin, and Yon Beach Club were all the same bus. Hmm. And... The boardwalk was the last stop. Right. <laughs> so I ended but, up getting off at like the beach club and just walking over. So wow. I know I know they do that a lot for like the the run Disney buses. Uh, they stop that little loop. So, uh, but anyway, on to five uh, K day. Yeah. So Friday morning, um, uh, the buses started running. I believe it was three thirty in the morning from the resorts to the uh, to the start line. The five K ran through Animal. It was an Animal Kingdom five uh, K. And, uh, of course, I made the mistake of not getting on the first bus. So I got to the bus stop probably about 3.45 or so. And You, know, you were say, late. Yes. At 3.45 a.m. Well, they say you have to be on the bus by 4 a.m. You know, so, right. okay. You know, I get there. Right. It's a 5K. It's figured not a big deal. So I right. get there, and it was about a 20 to 25-minute wait for the next bus to show up. Which, really? of course, then starts the stress of, you know. Yeah, you don't well, need that. No, you don't need that. I mean, it's a. I shouldn't say it's just a 5K. It's a 5K. You know, it's a nice little warm-up run uh, for me. I'm sorry. You know, I shouldn't say that. I mean, a couple of years ago, a 5K was like, oh, my God, what am I thinking about doing a 5K? Now, a 5K to me is, is a warm-up run. So just for right. everyone out there watching and listening, if I can do it, I promise you, you can do a 5K. Through Disney, it's absolutely – if you haven't done it, it's absolutely fabulous. Jason – we're going to get you out there one of these days. You're going to do it. Okay. It's not happening. So. I'll, do, I'll, I'll believe it if, if uh, Ian gets out there. you got to convince Ian to do a run. Yes, I will. Oh, that, I will. And his bloody stumps, that's not yeah. happening. That's so, not uh, happening. so we get to the, the staging area at the um, – Yeah, that's, that's the whole thing. So we get to the staging area at uh, Animal Kingdom, and they had uh, two pictures, um, one with Mickey and one with Minnie. And the lines were, like, absolutely insane. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to hop on the line for Mickey. And uh, so I'm standing there, and uh, I messaged, uh, got messages from uh, Gina. Um, I can't think of what her name is on the boards. 
but anyway, she was running the 5K also, so she met me for the picture, and uh, we hung out. We got online. We got a, and we got up to the end, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to be closing the pictures at 5.15, and it's like 5.14, and there's like six people ahead of us. So we figured, of course, we we're going to get up there, and they were going to cut it. But we actually did get our pictures, and then off to the corrals. So she was in C, I was in A, and for the 5K, for some reason, they were saying that, yeah, well, you know, when you register for A, so, uh, and they were telling us, oh, corrals, A and B have to be in their corrals by five o'clock. And I'm like, for what? It's, that's the one thing I dislike about the Disney races is you have to be there so early and to your corral so early and everything. And then you stand for like an hour. Right. So. But then uh, I got the picture taken, and by the time I got to the crowd, it was probably 5.20-ish or so, and, um, you know, the race started at 5.30, and uh, they now set in, you have your corrals, but each corral goes off in a wave, so I believe they had four waves in each corral, and I wound up being in the last wave of corral A, so... uh, but, you know, I mean, it was fine. Uh, the race started. Uh, you go through. You start in the parking lot of Animal Kingdom. You basically go around the whole parking lot and then into the park. And then um, the first mile marker is basically right in the oasis there. So, uh, and then you run through Pandora. And, I mean, Pandora, I mean, we, I believe we all have seen it at night, is is just amazing. And then did, in, they, did they add extra lighting in Pandora? Because it's dark. And- no. They didn't. Uh, yes. So it, was, it was it dark like, running? Yeah, I actually tried to take a video while I was running from my phone, and it was just so dark. You just see, like, blinks of light, and it wasn't even worth posting. Mm-hmm. Um, then uh, they had a couple of pic- character stops out. They had, um, uh, well, they had a, st- a picture that you could take with the waterfall in Pandora, which was cool. And I never remember the raccoon from Pocahontas. Um, Miko. Huh. Miko. Miko. I, I don't know. I cannot. I draw a complete blank on that. He was out. Um, Rafiki was out. Uh, I didn't really stop for any character pictures. I did stop for the one picture with the, the waterfall in Pandora. And uh, I have to check my Disney experience to see how the picture came out. Um, and then, you know, it was they had uh, Doug and Russell out. That was, you know, a pretty cool picture. Um, I stopped for that one, too. Actually, I did stop. No, during the 5K, I did stop for pictures. The, the half I did. Uh, then they had Pluto and... Uh, yeah, and then you go through the whole, you go through Pandora. Oh, and all oh, the bottlenecks. Oh, does it, uh, it? It gets so narrow. That path going from Avatar coming out the back way when you go by towards um, what, the Lion King show. Yeah, that path is so narrow. And then once you get through there, I forget exactly where we cut through, but there was this little stone path that literally you could fit three people across. So it was just really, really tight. I know they build in choke points, you know, to, to slow people down during the race mm-hmm. and everything. And um, they, they do, but the problem is that there <laughs> seems to be a fair amount of them when you're when you're going through there. And everybody's, you know, well, with the 5K, not so much. But when you get into the 10 and the half and people are trying to make time and then you get into those areas where you literally almost have to walk. Right. Mm-hmm. Then right. then it becomes an issue. So, the, yeah, I mean, Justin's talking about where, where things just come together and you, you can barely squeeze a few people through um, at, at portions of the race. So and then plus you have during, the, you know, the 5Ks that, you know, people who are actually, you know, walking three or four or five abreast right. and you're trying to get around them and everything, which, you know, I mean, it's their right to do and everything. It's a little 
annoying and a little inconvenient, but you know, everyone has a right. Everyone paid the same amount of money to be on that course. And you know, for Disney races, very rarely are you ever going to get a personal record because it, it's, no. there's pictures, there's stuff to see. There's a lot of people. So, uh, and actually um, just backing up when I was in Corral a, now I saw a ton of children in Corral a, I mean, I'm talking like sub 10, and yeah, huh. you know, usually you don't really see that up in, in Corral A. So, I mean, there was a lot of children with their parents. So, I mean, you know, which is fine, but, you know, just saying that. Uh, so, basically, it goes through, uh, you go up through Africa, you come around, you go out um, by, where did we go out? By past Everest. We went out over. I think you, you down just by, did like a big loop of the whole park. And more or less, it. yeah. You come out by you, you prime, by Primeval World. They had uh, Dino Donald over there, so I stopped with a picture with that. Then you went out over that way by uh, Dinosaur, kind of out that way. Then you go out behind the scenes. Then you do this weird little switchback. It goes down about, I don't know, maybe a quarter or half mile or so, switches back. Then you come back out, and you're into the parking lot, and that's where the race ends. So, uh, so essentially, it's just a race through the park. Yeah, really. more or less. I mean, it was, it's you know through the Animal Kingdom, which you know is a fun park to run through. It's a little hilly. Um, you know, you don't really realize it when you're walking. Uh, the hilly, park, but it's it's a little hilly. You know, I mean, I basically when I do my running and my training, it's more or less flat. So any elevation, I feel you know right away. So uh, yeah, come on, come on out and do the bridge run here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, if you think about it, when you're walking through the oasis and then you come towards the the uh, the tree, there's like a a, the bridge, and then you kind of go down. Yeah, I can see there being hills. Right. So it's 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 a little. I mean, nothing crazy. I mean, I did a a ten mile run in the Bronx uh, back in September, and that was hills. I mean, the Bronx in New York is very hilly, so uh, that was. But um, yeah, I, I finished. Uh, not a great time. I mean, I mean, it was okay. I mean, my official time was like thirty-eight minutes. But I also, when I posted that, that's with my Nike app. Um, when I stop, it stops counting. So I didn't include all the pictures with the with the characters and everything. That's actually moving time. Cheated? So, no, I mean, cheating, Carlos. It is what it is. <laughs> so uh, you can't you can't stop the clock when you stop. Well, I did. That's it's unfair. So, I mean, I but probably. But for the, yeah. I probably. I like yeah, to do for, that. How come yours does that? Is, there really? a, is that a setting? It, it, yeah. yeah. Usually it's a setting that it sets when you pause. So. Yeah. I, hmm. I, I could probably turn that off. I, well, my, I mean, mine's not doing that because, like, I, I just ran a 5K while you guys were doing the 5K yeah. stuff <laughs> this past weekend. And I time with the Nike run Nike thing through my. It I might watch, even tell me that it's doing it. Doesn't yours just it says something like pausing workout yeah, or something yeah, like it says, that? It says it must be, there must be a setting or something. <laughs> or do you do it do you do it through your phone? Man, we're getting in the I do it through here. my phone, but you know, it just it okay. says pausing workout and everything. Really? Okay. I started on my watch instead. Gotcha. I mean, so I, maybe I, that I just different. recently got a Garmin, um, which I didn't want to try to do something new for this weekend to play with that. Right. You know, I wanted to I didn't need to worry about something else. I was going with what I knew already. So, uh, um, and then that was the 5k. Um, we, you know, I got on the buses back. I didn't see Gina after the race, uh, but we did meet up with her later in the day. Uh, went back to the resort, showered up, and then we went, uh, met everyone over at Hollywood studios. 
yep. which was fun. We, yes. uh, you guys, you got to go over with Dawn to <laughs> Alien. I'm thinking of the anagram, Alien Swirling Saucers. <laughs> yes, we did the uh, the ride. Uh, yeah, we've done it before. It's the same as uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree in Disneyland. Uh, it's a cute ride. It's a very cute ride. It, it's fun. Uh, Slinky Dog, I believe, was an 85-minute wait at that point. Um, I mean, we didn't get to the park till I think it was around. Oh, oh I'm sorry, because we had to. We had to go to the expo that morning. That's right, Carolyn. Yeah, we had to After pick up five k. Right, we have to go to the expo, and of course, you go to the expo, and of course, you start shopping and shopping. And actually, I just I bought this shirt there. Oh, sorry, I don't know if you can see it. It's uh, cool. Yeah, we have the official now. wine and dine. I did thirteen point one. And it has a little. You, you, so you bought bloody. the I did thirteen point one before one, you did thirteen point one. I feel I, like I that's cheating I, too. I didn't wear it. This one, <laughs> this one, it just says it doesn't say I did it. I have another shirt. It's that's confident. That, uh, it is confidence. Yeah, I think that's a better. Well, the problem is, though, I, I don't know about this one since I wasn't at the expo, but a lot of the times, if you don't buy the I did it shirt on the first day or two, if you go back and try to buy it after you did it, it's, it's gone. True. It's true. Right. It is right. True. Oh, yes, that's true. We did meet an amazing cast member. Uh, so while actually- we were. Yeah, while we were there, um, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. we all went to Mama Melrose's and we had a good lunch. And yes. Dawn and Justin came and met us at Mama Melrose's and said, we have a surprise for you guys. And it was me and Jason and Gina and Dawn and, and Justin. And they had seen a cast member that gave them a stack of old paper fast passes that were good for five people each for like any ride. So we decided to use them. Uh, almost every, any ride. You could yeah. use anything, anything for the Toy Story. But uh, Toy Story, yeah. Yes. Right. So, Which yes. really doesn't leave a whole lot. No. <laughs> Anyways. You have yeah, we did. Star Tours. And you have Star Tours. And Rock and Roll Coaster. Yeah, yes. we also had Fast Passes anyways for some of those rides right. that day, too. Yes. So, so, uh, and yeah, then we got we, to ride everything multiple times. Yep. Yes, and uh, you know we have an amaz- amazing cast member who actually also has to be also is a member of the Intercot family. So uh, shout big shout out to Steph. So she's watching yeah. along with us right now. She's awesome. Represent. So <laughs> so we and, really uh, appreciate that. Thank you, Stephanie. And then we ended up thinking, well, you know what, we should probably get going because we got another big day. So Justin stopped a nice lady i think she thought you were crazy being like here we have some fast passes you can have them yes and we actually uh we met up with the the carbonaris john and michelle uh also uh and uh, actually they brought the torrential downpours yeah i'm still blaming them it was a nice day a little cloudy and then all of a sudden john carbonara texts me uh yeah we're just coming through the gates of uh hollywood studios we're like cool we're getting off of uh star tours well, we get off Star Tours as you walk down that ramp and you can look out the entrance from the store. It is an absolute monsoon outside. Yep. So, so um, we ran from there to, yes, we ran <laughs> to catch cover. And while we're sitting and, there, oh my gosh, everybody's. I didn't, I didn't know that this is a thing that when you're in America, if there's a tornado warning, everybody's phones go crazy. Yeah. It's like, 
I thought, okay, this. I sat there looking at. I forget who I was sitting with, but I'm like, it, yeah, like that. But I, I thought it was coming from outside the restaurant, but it sounded like, um, like an air raid siren. Like I'm like, does this? Like, what's going on? And then everybody's like, no, no, it's just everybody's phone. Yeah, everybody's phone went off at the same time. <laughs> like, are we under attack? What's happening? We all got a tornado warning on our phones, but yet there was not. <laughs> <laughs> this is just the rest of the podcast. All right, hold on. <laughs> Hello, testing, testing, one, two. Hello. <laughs> Attention. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the weather alert so, podcast. And not yep. at one point did any if cast member say, an emergency, you would be told where to go." That's yeah. right. Because <laughs> right. the the message, I believe, did say something to the effect of uh, "hunker down" or "stay in place" or something like so that. Take shelter. Take shelter. Right. I'm sorry, but not one cast member said anything. So no, we were all like, in there, like against these windows. <laughs> I'm like, do you, like, do you think somebody would come and tell us if there was a real? And like the trees, you could see outside were blowing sideways. Yeah. Well, the one door was open the whole time too. I'm like, someone should probably at least like close that door. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. A, anyway, we is, got we sat there weird. and ate cupcakes. Yeah, <laughs> that was nice. okay. Yes, we all did our mobile ordering and we ordered uh, from there. It, it, was, it, it was a Disney generated storm to force everyone into Backlot Express to yes, uh, eat dinner in the biodome. So. <laughs> it was uh, just raining, just in like a te- uh, you know ten foot radius of Backlot Express. Yes, yes. So uh, and then yeah, um, the next day um, was the ten k day. So uh, Carolyn yes. and Dawn were running. So it's like, you know what, let's call it an early evening, go back and, you know, relax and everything because, you know, getting up at, oh, dark, whatever, for yep. uh, these runs. So uh, actually, was there anything else from Saturday, uh, from Friday? I don't think so, right? Um, I guess just to mention some people who might be wondering, uh, Slinky Dog during the extra magic hour was like 30 minutes, although they posted 65. Oh, liars. So, so don't believe them. Yeah. Don't believe Don't, don't like, believe that. Don't believe So then the next morning, um, I got up super duper early, just like Justin had to. And I was out the door picking up Dawn and Justin. Um, I think we left, what, at like 4 o'clock? We met at 4.45. Sorry, 3.45. So away we went. Now, the 10K is a little bit different than the 5K in that your starting line and your finish line are two completely different parks. So that gives you a little bit of a weird thing that's cool yeah so we we uh drove to it was going to end at epcot so we drove to epcot dropped off my car there justin kind of hung around and just had to stand there you know doing nothing i walked with them up to security because you have to go through security and then they had to catch buses from there to the magic kingdom for the for the start of the race. So poor Justin was just ditched. And yeah, so I walked over with them. Then I walked back over to our I, a funny little story uh, of over to the where we thought we'd be able to set up for the um, cheer ICOT spot, which was at the bus stops, you know, bus stop entrance for Epcot. So I'm walking right. over to there and uh, I see two gentlemen uh, volunteers um, there. And they're like, oh, can we help you, sir? I'm like, oh, I'm just going to go over here to set up for um, 
the cheering spot, you know, for well, have a bunch of runners running. And the gentleman goes, oh, okay, but the runners don't come through here. I'm like, okay, sir, you see that big thing that's right over there? He goes, yeah. I go, you see it has that big number four on it? He goes, yeah. I go, that's a mile marker. <laughs> he goes, what do you mean? I go, that's a mile marker. So it's a 6.2 mile race. So this is mile number four. Mile four, yeah. Mile four. That thing that's on top that's blank right now, that'll be a clock that'll tell the time. He goes, no, the runners don't come through here. I'm like, sir, I'm not going to argue with you, but I beg to differ. That's what that mile marker is. So he's like, right. oh, okay, so you can go set up over there if you want. Uh, you know, if someone from Disney comes along and tells you to move, you know, whatever. I was like, oh, okay, no problem. So now this is probably about 4.20-ish or so in the morning. And the race doesn't start till 5.30. So I just find a spot and I just sit down on the grass and I'm just like, okay, well, what am I going to do? So I just sat there for a while. And uh, now I'll leave it to Carolyn because you and Dawn went off. So, yeah, so we went off and there was really no lineup to get in the bus. I thought, oh, cripes, we're going to be stuck <clears> in lineups <throat> to get on a bus to the starting line and whatever. But no, we literally just walked Uh-oh. right on a bus. <laughs> and as soon as we sat down, the bus was full and away we went. Um, we get dropped off at the transportation and ticket center hop out and you know people were giving out chapsticks and glow sticks and we had all kinds of goodies and um yeah we went right to our corrals now dawn was in corral c i was in e so i knew she took off before me but it was it was a good start and i mean i was standing around in the corral for a little bit but that's okay it gives you time to stretch and um yeah then we were off and it the the downside of it because I think in the past, and I somebody correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like in the past, the 10K during Wine and Dine weekend normally would go through maybe Hollywood Studios and stuff, but it, there's a lot of construction going on around there. So with this Magic Kingdom thing, we started at the Ticket and Transportation Center, but you don't go through the Magic Kingdom. You're just starting in the parking lot. And the first 5K of the run is just running down the highways so they've changed that course a couple of different times yeah um, it was boring a couple um, of years ago it started at wide world of sports and then i think went into uh highwood studios and epcot then last year i believe it started at the magic kingdom went to highwood studios epcot and then you finished yeah so this but, one it was yeah. just coming straight down world drive then you do the big roundabout loop and then over to epcot and we ended up coming in um kind of uh future world close to well you came in you came in right by mile four which is the, the where the buses where were. the buses are but then we didn't and go then, right into the park really, kind of like no, they didn't that's not where the race goes by right you're right correct so, yeah no but no you guys went in right to where the bathrooms uh right when you come off the buses there's the bathrooms there you guys went right to the right hand side and then there was some backstage area right. stuff but anyway and then you just kind of go all the way around world showcase and then back out to the parking lot so the first half was really boring there there were characters not a whole lot and to be honest i don't really ever stop for character pictures i'm not a big character gal so um there i do remember there being like lightning mcqueen and mater were there and there was a (laughs) there was a um like the green army soldier guy was one of them they do i mean 
kudos to them for trying. They do try and liven up the, the dark highway <laughs> portions with like every now and then you'll go under an overpass and there's like a giant TV up there that's playing like some dance music and they have like the characters <laughs> dancing on the screen like cartoons. So yeah. whatever, they try and liven it up, but it is exactly. a really boring first half of an entire race. And then I came scooting in um, by Justin and I know that there was a couple other people Heather and Marcy were there and Nick I just missed Nick, he went to the bathroom <laughs> while I ran by At about 5.30 uh, Nick and Marcy um, came over uh, Nick made these amazing signs uh, you know uh, a high five for power boost uh, go run or go he had all kinds of signs that he took his time and you know really wrote some really cool signs out yeah so, they were um, cute over by us it was nick myself marcy uh then who showed up heather showed up and yep. bless her she has a bum knee she was all wrapped up and she showed up and her hubby um ron he showed up too so uh so we had a nice little group there and nick for those of you who have been to a run uh, a cheer icon event before you know me i usually scream my head off and i have no voice afterwards nick brought a bullhorn <laughs> Giving me a bullhorn is not a good idea, because it also was it a, was it battery powered and stuff. Yes, too? yes. Or was it? Oh, jeez. And nice. it had I'm it had. They didn't carry you away to the Disney prison. And it had a siren on it, and you could just push yep. the siren. I was just annoying people with it, and I was just having so much fun. Uh, and you know, I was I was a little punny with my things, you know. Um, people would run by in the Winnie the Pooh costume, and I'm like, "Oh, watch out! There's poo on the course!" And you know, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 yeah, you know, uh, oh, cats on the course. Oh, watch out! There's cats and rats. And then, uh, you know, the stupid uh, alarm. I, I the siren. I push the siren, and then go. That is the awesome siren because you are all awesome. Just stupid little things. It was getting a chuckle out of people, so that's that's the goal, you know. So we uh, so we finished our ten k, <clears throat> um, and then Don and I we were the only ones out of Indercot that were doing the ten k that day. So we went back. She went to her room. I was also staying at Pop, and we uh, I I know I had a big snooze. <laughs> I yeah. went back to the room. Oh well, we attempted sleep. to get a snooze. But we couldn't get into our room. Yes. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I had two troubles. The door, uh, yeah. we get to the door and the magic band, we'd use the magic band and it would go green and blink and click, but the door wouldn't open. Okay. So I tried the app. Same thing. Now, we stayed at Saratoga a few weeks prior. And when you did the app, it said unlock door and you hit the unlock. And when you got there, the door would be open. You just open it. But for pop, you basically hold your phone against the door lock like a magic pen, and it would unlock. Yeah, no, um, door didn't want to open. So, um, so basically, being on on, we called the front desk, and they put me on hold for about eight minutes after I told them the story. Okay, no problem, and and then they hung up on me, which uh, then kind of infuriated me. So then I called back, and then got someone else, and. Basically, what the issue was is because it was very chilly that morning, uh, the locks were expanding, I guess, and the doors were sticking. Because when maintenance finally showed up, they said they've been having calls on it all day. So basically, I had to more or less almost muscle the door open to finally get into the room. Hmm. But, uh, so we, uh, well, eventually <clears throat> you guys got your snooze. I had a good nap, and then I went over to the Magic Kingdom 
And I had a little bit of time by myself, so I had some fast passes, and I just kind of rode on a mansion, and I rode pirates. And can I just say, the most annoying thing happened. I see people on their phones in rides all the time, but they don't realize that their bright screen is, like, lighting up their face. So even though they're not taking a picture, you know, with their flash or anything, but having their phone lighting up their face when you're going around Madame Leota and it's supposed to be all dark and then you see some guy across the way going by. Anyway, somebody had their phone. They were staring at their phone the whole time and their screen brightness must have been on at, you know, 12,000 megawatts. Then we go into the... um, the ballroom and because their phone was reflecting like lighting oh, up their oh, oh, face don't give away secrets the glass <laughs> you could see them in the glass so they were like their own ghosts in the so ride the, the going pepper, by the pepper's ghost effect was now yeah turned on yes it was That's bad and they i mean they weren't even paying attention anyway so they didn't even notice but i sure did anyway so there's public so service announcement Stop I looking at your phone on rides. Don't go on the ride if you're going to sit and look at your phone. What's the yeah. purpose? I start right. yelling at people now. I start telling them, put your phone I'm down. Like, when they take pictures with the flash on, I start yelling, turn your flash off. I don't care anymore. We were on uh, Little Mermaid well, just, a couple of years makes, ago. It makes zippy sense, okay? Right. It's an experience, right? Yeah, and, why is your nose not, buried in your phone? I don't get it either. And if you're so bored by the ride that you've been on it so many times, then and you'd rather look at your phone, just just go sit on a bench and look at right. your phone. Don't ruin it for a couple else. years ago, and literally this person kept taking pictures with the flash on, and literally I was blind. Yeah, I, I, I literally just had to yell, and of course they weren't, they didn't speak English, so it, it fell on deaf ears. But it was just like, turn your flash off, people. Come on. So dark rides are dark for a reason. That's right. So I had a few Mm -hmm. hours to myself to just kind of wander the parks. And then I found these clowns (laughs) again. They eventually got to, um, to the magic kingdom where we went to the tiki room. And then eventually we all went to lunch. There was 11 of us and we went to lunch at the Liberty Tree Tavern, which was very nice. We nice. had two tables. Yeah. Ian and his wife and a couple friends showed up too, so they came and had lunch with us. Um, and the Carbonaras were there, and Nick came, and Justin and Dawn, and Jason was there. So it was a we had a nice group. Um, yeah. Okay. So are they still really do the, uh, the really stuff good. there and all that kind of thing? Is that do they still, still do the witch? The shared food. Kind of, you yeah, know, they, they yeah, family, family style. Family style. Yeah. Okay. I was just, we, just uh, curious. Hadn't been there in a couple through, years. So. We cleared through that, no problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we definitely so, uh, put a hurt. So that was a good day. I think after lunch was over, what did we just kind of say goodbye and go home? Uh, I we, know Cindy Cindy came. Um, she was at the park. We saw her as well that day. Liberty Tree Tavern is not her bag, her and Katarina. Yes. No, no, Cindy. Not their, not their, not their dinner. I, I eat it, but it, it's not my favorite. When it just because because I messed up when I was reading our stuff. So it was like lunchtime for everyone, but they start the dinner menu at three fifteen at Liberty Tavern. Huh. So you can't order like the hamburger or anything. You have to have 
the family the, style. Like, oh. Family style meal with the turkey, the <laughs> beef, yeah. and the pork. Yeah. And, and I realized was as I was driving over there that it was dinner time, not lunch, and that there was no way that Katerina would eat any of that. And unfortunately, now that she's 10, it's a little bit too much to pay for her to not eat anything. Tonight. So I gave up my spot so that somebody else could go. And Katerina and I had... A lovely lunch for her. She chose to have Nutella and waffles at Sleepy Hollow. No, oh, good, good so, choice. I like that. She was very happy. It wasn't my favorite <laughs> choice for lunch, but hey, uh, I don't know. She adored it. Sounds good to me. Throw a little ice yeah. cream on there, and yeah, it was pretty. I, I mean, it was what she had was good. I had the chicken sandwich on the waffles, but she had the, it's a big, huge waffle, and they put Nutella on it, and, and then blueberries, strawberries, and bananas, and whipped cream. Hmm, that sounds good. That actually sounds kind really of an, an ideal ten-year-old meal. <laughs> we um that evening, so we needed to get back to the hotel just because there was another big day coming up. But I I will say that um, Pop Century had these things. They had a little sign and a table full of. They just looked like grocery bags tied up in a knot, um, with a sign that said like "Run Disney Power Packs." And it, it gave mm. a little list of everything that was inside. And I bought one of those and I kind of rationed it. And that was like great snacks for my whole weekend in my hotel. So I had, it had a really? bagel with a, a couple little individual things of peanut butter. There was a big box of raisins. There was fresh blueberries in a container. There was a banana, a granola bar, I think a couple other things. It, it was a good little snack thing to have in my room. So I was still full from all the food we had at Liberty Tree Tavern because we ate at like a weird time at 3.30. So by the time I got back to my room, I just had like a little snack and I went to bed. Pretty quiet evening. Because <laughs> yeah. uh, the next morning. Getting up at getting up at 2 o'clock or 3 o'clock in the morning will do that to you. So. Yeah. yeah. And then the next day, you know, I was, I was running uh, my very first half marathon. What were you running? I, I had to, uh, my very first half hold on, hold on wait justin was running his very first <laughs> half marathon so uh it's so justin. we wanted i wanted to get back to the room and you know just kind of just relax and get off my legs and everything because uh uh my knee from my knee surgery a couple years back is still not good and uh actually being up that morning uh standing there cheering for the 10k kind of really wasn't good on my knee um but I mean, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. So, but uh, Jason, you were still finishing up for Saturday. Go ahead. Yeah, um, I did stay and do the uh, Plaza viewing fireworks package. So that was uh, kind of neat. Yeah, I, I definitely want to try I that out. Like that. I definitely want to do that one I, time. I honestly do not know why you would do the terrace viewing with the new show and the castle projections. Right. Because so many of the firework effects now, they're not just fireworks. A lot of them are tied into the castle projections. So it's less expensive and you get a better view. Right. Yeah, I definitely, uh, next time we uh, we go there, we're, um, we're definitely going to do that. Uh, so. Yep. So, Jason, where exactly did they end up walking you after there? Because I know you ate up <coughs> at the terrace. So is it like right, right in the courtyard area? Yeah, it's the um, uh, courtyard area, kind of right, uh, sort of right there. Like, if you walk down by the terrace, they had a big, like, lit-up sign, but they still insisted on escorting you over there, which was a little weird. Like, they wouldn't let you walk over there, even though you could see it from the bottom of the ramp. They were like, okay, we'll wait here, and a cast member will escort you over. 
and it was a little a little weird because I mean they were checking at the gate for wristbands anyways, but um, they uh, I don't know if they had a guest like wander off and get lost and then complain that they missed the whole <laughs> show or something. I don't know. But, <laughs> How um, did they have it set up with? You're, you're facing the wrong direction. The entire show it was awful. <laughs> Whoops. How did they have it set up with the people who were dining at the terrace for the fireworks? Then they have the after this. Well, the after dessert party would be after, obviously. But then yours was the dessert before, and then going down there. Do they have like a separate area for you guys to sit, or is it still all the same big area at the terrace? Uh, well, the terrace people don't move, so they are in the area where you can at least see out of, and you can see the castle. Right. Um, and then the before with plaza viewing and the after with plaza viewing i believe are in the same areas because they've cleared that out and they change it over kind of during the fireworks okay so the uh before and after both view it from the same plaza viewing area so if you have the after you go to the plaza viewing area first um without a cast member escort or maybe you have to check in and they escort you the five feet over to the left to the to the entrance um but uh, yeah, so it was kind of like that back plaza, the sort of the back walled-in viewing area on the right side as you're facing the castle. It's where the where the area was. So you definitely kind of want to get there a little early, um, so you can be over sort of more towards the left side, so you're a little bit more <coughs> central to the castle. But now, is this back by the plaza restaurant or a little further up? Um, it's it's on that side. I guess because it's by the yeah because it's by the terrace, uh, Tomorrowland Terrace itself. But it's the okay. the first like you're in the hub, you're in the new expanded hub, that first sort of garden area. Okay, I got um, you. It is behind the fountain though. I didn't I didn't notice it the last time, but the fountains like stay on during the show and they actually keep the lights on them. But the lights do change kind of with some of the different uh, castle projections, uh, color wise. Oh, okay. So there's kind of like mood lighting on the fountains during the show. Very nice. So, um, okay. It was uh, that we were there the first day. Uh, the Christmas decorations were up for Magic Kingdom also, just something else to, to comment on. Yeah, that was weird walking into the Magic Kingdom and seeing the big tree up already. I was yep. like, wow. Now, that yeah. was a question. It you know, long. That too early? I mean, November, this was what, November 3rd at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it seems a little early. I, well, I was seeing Wait. pictures from a few people on November first. There was even there was a few wreaths up and stuff. Yeah the the decorations went up the first, but the tr- the first day for the tree was the third. Yeah. According Which to my be someone's special birthday. Yeah. Well, the re- the, rea- the reality is, birthday. isn't the the first the first um, very merry Christmas party is party is tomorrow? today. I think it was today. today? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I saw some people posting that they were there tonight. We'll be there tomorrow, so be sure and right. uh, look on the okay. social media feed. And uh, 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 Intercats John Hoyt will be taking us on a tour of the Magic Kingdom. Very, Very nice. cool. Yeah, we did that party um, for the so first time last year. We had never done be it fun. before, and yeah, uh, it was it was it was a, a very fun party. I, I really enjoyed it. So we're not doing it this year, but, you know, we really enjoyed it last year. So then Then. Sunday morning, bright and early. 
bright and early. We got Justin. <laughs> you you got up. We yeah, didn't... I got up at I believe I was up at two twenty five. I believe because I wasn't going to make the same mistake about not being on the first bus. So uh, so you were up bright and early. Yes, I was up at two twenty five. Um, uh, had a little uh, runner's panic. So uh, I get up, I get out of the room, I get to the bus stop, I get there. It's, I don't even know, a couple minutes before. There's five buses lined up. I'm like, perfect. No problem there. And I'm like, I just do my final check to make sure I have everything. And I'm missing my bag that has all my gels and my goos and my fuel stuff for the run. So, of course, that puts me in a complete panic. And I called Dawn and uh, I, I, I yell, you have to meet me downstairs. I forgot my bag. And, of course, she has no idea what I'm talking about. So I'm literally running back to the room. So I got my nice little morning run in warm up. the run. <laughs> so she meets me at the elevator and because we were in uh, Pop Century at the 60s uh, building, which is right by the hippy dippy pool. So I had to run back and everything. Not a big deal. And, of course, I get back there and it was 301 and the first two buses had pulled out. And I finally got on, I think, the fourth bus uh, or something like that. So, so you um, got there. Um, you were on your way. And at the same time, roughly, I was picking up Dawn again. And we went to go to the boardwalk where we were going to meet you. But the roads had already started to get closed off. Oh, really? So, oh, I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, Womp womp. So we <laughs> and Justin can attest to the fact that I am directionally challenged, <laughs> and so is Dawn. So thank God we put on you know Waze or Google Maps or something. Anyway, it was like do a U turn, do a U turn, do a U turn. We couldn't do any U turn. Anyway, we made it there. We got to the to the gate and. A couple other people had gone before us and tried to get into the boardwalk, but they weren't letting people park there. So we thought, well, Christ, how are we going to get in? Because this is where we're cheering. So Dawn, smart girl, she spoke up. She said, we're meeting Jason Kaufman. We're going to Jason Kaufman to have breakfast. For some coffee? For some coffee. We're going to see Jason Kaufman. Which was true. I had I had coffee waiting. Yes. And, and this coffee. was a subject of conversation for the whole weekend leading up to this trip about Jason having coffee ready in the morning for, for, for everybody. So. so we got to the gate and the man said, well, you know, the parking lot is closed. Oh, no, we're here for breakfast. <laughs> So his name was Keith, and he, he was from, from Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo. <laughs> so we so we kind of convinced him, like you know, you got to let us in. So he he let us in. Good. We parked, and away we went. We went down onto the boardwalk where we usually watch the races. And <laughs> partway through the race, Keith from Kalamazoo comes cruising on by, <laughs> and we're like, "Hi, <laughs> how you doing? Hi, Look, we're having breakfast." <laughs> say that we you know weren't having breakfast we were drinking coffee so it was breakfast we also had you know cowbells and stuff so it was good (laughs) oh did they i I didn't even ask did they let you use the cowbells (laughs) we kept 
them kind of quiet yeah, until right around when you were coming by. We didn't, I mean, by then it was bright enough and people were on their balconies above us at the boardwalk. So we weren't waking anybody up. I don't think. Right. Cause I got to keep you guys, I believe it was about eight Oh five in the morning. So, uh, so the race started at five 30. I believe I started at about five 40 ish, five 30 something. Um, and, uh, it starts in the, uh, parking lot from magic kingdom. And this one, instead of going down World Drive, branches off this back road. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. And it goes like this back way down towards Animal Kingdom. And uh, very dark road. Uh, oh, and actually, of course, in the morning, just when they start singing the national anthem, what happens? It starts absolutely pouring rain. And, you know. Yeah. You know. Been there. I know you're going to be soaking wet from running and everything. And me, I perspire a lot. So I, I even go for a small run. I come back and I'm, I'm wringing my clothes out. So um, <clears throat> more cowbell. Yes, more cowbell. So, uh, so you were you were doing really great, though. Like, we couldn't believe that you were on your Facebook posting videos yeah. of yourself I, and, like, answering just, texts. We like, following along. Like, we're like, oh, wow. he's here now. <laughs> I was doing I, – I just – I built, I think just to kind of take my mind off it, because I was really in my own headspace. Um, like I said, it's my it was my first half marathon, and uh, I, I knew I was going to finish. I wasn't worried about that. Even if I had to walk it, I was going to finish. But, you know, you get in your head and, you know, this is something for those of you who don't really know. Um, I, I had gastric sleeve surgery in 2016. Uh, I was 380 pounds and now I'm around one. Well, I fluctuate between 197 and 202. So, um, you know, I lost a dramatic amount of weight and it, it's doing 5Ks. I never would have ran any of this stuff without Intercot and, you know, um, with all the people who have talked about, you know, the stuff going back to Melanie and Carol and Christine and uh, I don't even know who else I'm forgetting. Who, you yeah, know, I remember really, listening to those podcasts. And really, John, and jo- look at John, John. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. <laughs> and you and you, and also starting to talk Some about. Some other guy. Yeah, just, Bye, John. Just, just leave. That's okay. We, we got Aww. this. We, we don't need you. We got this. So, uh, so it, it, it really, it really got me motivated to to do some five k's way back when, and I you know my I, I never was able to really run back then. I mean I shuffle. Not that I'm really running now, but I was shuffling along, and you know a five k was taking me upwards of an hour, and you know then I decided to do a ten k, and you know I signed up for it, and then I started getting injuries, and I wasn't able to do it, and then it just got to the point that it was like all right, and then finally in 2016 I decided to to make a a lifestyle change for myself and so i went ahead i had the surgery and trust me that was a, a big decision um it was something that dawn and i we went we went back and forth with and you know it was a, a lifestyle change and i'm sorry to bring the podcast down but anyway so and That's one of my goals inspired. was it's, it's inspiration what are you talking about there's nothing yeah. nothing bringing bringing us down it's uh, quite incredible if you go look back folks yeah. at the intercot timeline and see pictures of, of I had posted on my timeline, my personal timeline, a picture of all of us together and things like that. But if, if you saw Justin, the before and after the transformation is amazing. And not only that, but the fact that you've stuck with it for so long is is a testament because sometimes folks don't. Yes. I mean, I, people- I've, I've known people who've had that surgery who end up 
you know, right uh, gaining the weight started. back. Absolutely. Yep. But it, you are you're a dedicated just, guy. It wasn't just a decision so. for, you know, a year or two. This was a lifestyle right. decision. I mean, for those right. of you who met me, you know I love my beer. And I can now not have any carbonation beverages, carbonated beverages. I haven't had a soda, right. a seltzer, a beer, anything carbonated in over two years. Uh, and um, even alcohol I've cut back dramatically on. Um, you know, uh, training for this back in August, I went out one night, had a few drinks, and I felt crappy the next two days. And I had to run one of those days and I felt miserable. I said, you know what? I'm not Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna have a drink until after this race is is over, until I get through this. So um, you know, and I I didn't. I didn't have a drop of alcohol. Um I love a cigar every now and then and I had a cigar one day and then went out running the next day and also it just messed with my breathing a little bit. So I was like, you know what, I'm gonna you know, and I actually try to leave live live a somewhat cleanish lifestyle you know with what what we eat and well what struck me the the most justin is like (laughs) when you look at my my running run disney pictures and you know you see the photographer coming and you try and smile for them or whatever all my smiles and my pictures are like like (laughs) fake smile justin comes running up past us on the boardwalk he's legitimately smiling and we were at like mile 12 and no, you're you, still you were just smiling, just booting right along. Okay. You would and just pa- you would just pass eleven. I just uh, eleven was right around the corner from uh from where you run up, you come up the path from Hollywood Studios to Boardwalk and come out by uh, Jelly Rolls, and yep. uh, it was right before there. But you you know what it was because I knew I was looking forward to seeing you guys. So oh, let me just go back. I'm sorry. So the whole thing with the videos. You know, I always see people put up their video blogs of their run stuff and whatnot. So I I I. Honestly, just Thursday morning as I got in to the airport, uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do a little stupid video every couple of hours or so. So I'm actually going to all put them all together and make like a YouTube video of it um, anyway. Nice. but uh, So anyway, it was just something more or less to motivate me and to keep my mind off of what was going on. You know, instead of sitting there, yeah. mile one, okay, 12 and a half to go. Mile two, okay, uh, 11 and a half mm-hmm. to go. I couldn't do that to myself. <laughs> and, and- I don't know. I do that. It's horrible, I, I just, especially I, when you get towards the when you get towards the end, and the, you're you're like, so you hit ten miles, and it's like you know you yeah. only have three to go. Like I've just got a five k to go, and then all, it just starts setting in. Now, right. Did that happen to you at all at, at yeah. any point? Like yeah. where you you well, felt like all of a sudden you know you were walking in mud instead of running? Yeah, that know? was the start line. <laughs> so uh, well, the, the you other didn't look like it because you looked like you were booting it right along. Maybe you were just doing it to impress us as you went past no, us. Well, but I, I do a run walk like thing. Well, um, I do a run walk thing. Yeah. You know, I do. Well, I, I was training at minute minute walk a minute run a minute. But uh, at the expo, I actually met Jeff Galloway and uh, you know yep. talking to him and it was super cool guy. And he was like, you know, we recommend people do thirty thirty. So I hadn't really trained in it, but. I tried it and um, 30, 30, yeah, 30 seconds running, 30 seconds walking. So really, uh, yeah, uh, they, they, they feel that people do much better than that with the minute than minute minute. Uh, I mean, I know it's the same amount of time, but you're, I guess the resting is, I don't know, but so, so yeah, well, I'll just like my perspective is, and, I, and I'm not by any token of the imagination, a serious runner. I've run in a, a bunch of half marathons. I've had half marathons where I've, 
pretty much had to walk it in from halfway through because of leg cramps and things like that. Had that happened two or three times. But like my thing is like when you start start getting to the point where you're tired and then you start like I'll I'll try and run just constantly until the point where I feel tired. And then I start doing the interval stuff like you're talking about only like I'll pick something out on the horizon and right, say, okay, sure. I'm going to run to that point yeah, and then I'm going to walk. Right. Okay. Yeah, but, so I, I, all right. So it's common thing, I guess. I mean, right. I, I've Jeff Galloway, his actual, his whole run, walk, run uh, yeah. program is designed for you okay. to have these intervals and it's to help you be stronger at the end of the race. It's not so much for the beginning of the race. It's for the end of the race. So you feel stronger yeah. to get there and get through. your energy. Right. So, so I, okay. So the race started, I'm going along and my first mile, uh, I think I did like 11 minutes and 40 seconds or something like that, which is, is I'm usually around 12 minutes a mile. So that was, you know, I was a little ahead of pace and everything. So I was so like, you were right, juiced. Cool. yeah, I was yep. going along pretty good. And, um, mm-hmm. that it might, like I said, my knee was acting up, uh, from standing around the day before and just also just being in the parks, <coughs> excuse me. So, um, and I, I noticed each mile after that, I definitely was slowing down. Uh, I wanted to stay under 13 minutes a mile. I wanted to stay in the 12 range. And I, I did fairly well with that. Um, toward, then towards, you know, you get a little further in the race. And then I, I did start getting tired and, you know, yeah. and, and, and hurting. It happens. So, so yeah. um, yeah, it's sore, yeah. Oh, yeah. It does and happen. So Can you uh, imagine a full marathon, Justin, though? I mean, because like for me, I, I, I having done halves, I like I, I can't even imagine you know, like people like Christine who did a full. Yes, and absolutely. St- she you know, she inspired me with that when she did hers and, she, you know, hers. And maybe I was taking yeah. a little uh, stuff from her. Like she would post every mile at the thing, you know, little puns. Yeah. And I was doing videos. I mean, it's kind of similar. I don't know if I'm stealing her idea or whatever. And I wasn't doing it for every mile. I did it kind of just sporadically during the during the Steal race. Her. Yeah, you know. But, you know, if you would have asked me six months ago, I would have said absolutely no to a marathon. <clears throat> now, I think uh, just uh, doing what? Just doing Wait. a half, I might this just in. <laughs> Might consider doing. I don't know about a Disney, but I might do the New York City Marathon. I might try that because with, with the New York oh City Runners, um, which is a group that I'm I'm hooked up with here. Uh, you know, wow. it, it, you do a certain amount of races during the course of the year, and then you get an automatic qualifying for the next year's marathon. So next mm. year, I'm going to try mm. to do some of those races, and then mm. maybe qualify for the 2020. I don't know. This is all kind of in my head right now, where it's safe. Um, but you know, <laughs> not anymore. It's not right. like I said. I've done one half marathon. I've done one half marathon. I have to see if yeah. I can do another one. I do have to get my knee looked at to find out what's going on because it does still hurt. I mean, this today yep. is Thursday. <clears throat> Excuse me. I did the race on Sunday, and um, I'm still sore. Um, I went for a nice massage. Did you ice it and stuff? Or, oh yeah, I took a nice you know, ice bath afterwards. Um, afterwards. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I caught a stupid cold. Uh, yes, thanks, John. No, I'm not doing this year's marathon. Uh, thank you, though. You've got um, a month. Uh, yeah. I caught a stupid cold while we were there and everything. But uh, So I went for a nice massage yeah. yesterday, and you know they really worked out a lot of the, the rough parts that I had. And I feel much better today than I have. But the knee is still sore. So anyway, so running along, um, the first... <clears throat> excuse me, four miles, I believe, was all highway. 
then I get into Animal Kingdom and, um, you know, running through Pandora again, but we ran the opposite way uh, this time from um, Africa in and then out that way. Uh, it was it was cool, some characters and everything. And then um, you get to Osceola Parkway. You know, you go through the whole parking lot and then Osceola Parkway. And that is a long parkway to run on. I mean, it's it just, sure it's is. Just, it just yeah. seems like it's forever. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. So I'm running along. And then that's when I guess. And now I'm at mile. I don't even know what it was at that point. Six or so. And I'm like, okay, I'm not even at the halfway point yet. And I'm starting to really slow down. I could feel myself needing yeah. to take more walk breaks and extend yeah. my walk breaks a little bit. Because I want to finish. That's, I mean, that, that's the ultimate goal is to finish. So, and then I'm going along and I get to like mile nine-ish. And I'm like, all right, I'm at nine. I know my people are at mile 11. That yep. got me through yeah. that. That mentally Seriously, said, I know I'm going yeah. to see my wife and my Intigot yep. family. I'm going to see them very soon. And I said, all right, I know I can do this. So I'm thinking in my head, not even mile wise. I'm like, okay, I have 25 minutes till I see them at, you know, 12 and a half minutes a mile, you know, roughly. So I'm like, all right. So that yep. got me moving and moving. And um, then I'm on the path from, uh, from Hollywood studios to the boardwalk and they have a DJ set up right there. And, you know, this is the first time I heard it the whole weekend, anyone running their first half marathon. And of course, I start screaming like an idiot, and I think I scared the people around me. You know, <laughs> I'm like, Woo! and you know, the DJ just points at me and whatever. And so I'm like going along. Then I see that 11 mile sign, and I said, "All right, right around this corner is my people." And I turned that corner, and I heard the cowbells, and I heard the screams, and I saw the signs, and that really, you know, you guys have no idea how much that got me through. And just, you know, Carolyn took an awesome video of me. Well, I don't know if it's an awesome video of me. It's a video of me. It's a good video. <laughs> and, you know, I don't realize how silly I look when I'm running. Because you, you, when you're doing it, you don't realize it. Nobody looks good running. Don't worry. And, uh, so I, I, and I get up to them and everything. And I see all the signs again. And then Nick made new signs with Go Buck Go and Team Buck. And that just, which it, is funny because a lady whose last name is Buck stopped in front yes. of us and she's like, I need to take a picture with you <laughs> with yeah. this. Yeah, so, there you yeah, go. One Buck go, and then there's, there's one there also. Uh, and then, like I said, just seeing all you guys standing there was just, it was what I needed to get me through the end of the race. And uh, I, I've said this before, but Dawn, my wife, she got me through so many bad times. I had one run. It was 11 mile run. And I came home and I was basically in tears because I was in so much pain. And I said, what am I thinking? I cannot do this. I'm out of my mind. This is, this is ridiculous. I sh I, I'm calling it. I'm done. And she was like, stop. You had a bad day. You had a bad run. And cause Did she play the song? Which one? Had a bad day. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I mean, I, I I found it was a matter of finding my my right fueling before the race and during the race. Uh, I guess I wasn't fueling properly, and I think that's really was, yeah. So, I, so what did you what did you do? What you what's your uh, secret sauce there, Justin? There's no secret sauce. Just basically looking at people's posts, you know, different things, and uh, I 
basically before the race, I was doing um, a bagel with peanut butter to just, you know, carb up. Now you see the whole thing also with me, it's a little more difficult with carbs, with bagels, because with the surgery, bread and whatnot is, isn't good for you because it expands in your stomach and it, it, it could actually hurt. You know, I've actually overeaten too much and you actually get physically sick. So I have to actually watch how I do stuff like that. I guess it's different from, you know, people who could just, you know, whatever. So I, that morning I probably had like maybe half to three quarters of a bagel with, uh, with peanut butter. Then before the race, there's these, um, goo company GU, uh, and not yep. goo because Jason was like, he had no idea what I was talking about. He's like, uh, goo, what I? goo, what? Yeah. So the, it's this company. Like GU. They make these waffles uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's called a waffle. But and I had one of them before the race. Then I had this little energy gel, uh, not from goo. It's another company. Uh, I had that before the race. Also, I had one, the, the, the waffle 30 minutes before and then the gel 15 minutes before. And then every three miles, I was doing a goo energy um, gel. So, and that just, it just gets you, you know, uh, it, it replaces some of the stuff, you know, your uh, acid, amino acids and get, you know, has some caffeine in it to get you going. <clears throat> Plus, I also had my water bottles filled with um, uh, this, uh, it's a drink called Spark. It's by this company, Advocare, which I think I spoke about before. It's just, it's, it's like an energy drink. <laughs> filled with uh, fuel cola. Yes. So, well, no, I can't drink. I can't drink yet. Oh, Red Bull. Anyway, so I had that. And then every, not every water stop, but every other water stop, I'd refill my bottles with either Powerade or water and then dilute the Powerade a little bit because it's a little too sweet. And that's how you have like one of those running belts. I have a running belt with uh, two 10 ounce water bottles. Uh, When I run at home, um, I have, uh, because there's no water stops when I'm running at home, I have uh, like a backpack thing with two. Two forty ounce, uh, two twenty-four ounce. People aren't just standing no. by the road. I know, like, really. You, be you might not want to take those uh, waters. <laughs> ah, come on! What's the worst going to happen? So, anyway, so uh, <laughs> at home I run with a pack that has two twenty-four ounce water bottles, so I can kind of just grab them out of my back and you know drink along. So, um, and then that's basically how I fuel. And about mile five or six, I forget which, they gave out sports, uh, um, sports beans, which are basically jelly beans, uh, you know, with some energy. And I had one of them then, and then I had another pack later on in the race. And that really, you know. Are you sure I, about that? Yes. <laughs> I need to see a marketing scheme. <laughs> How can we sell <laughs> more jelly beans? Yes. All so, we all call them energy. Because <laughs> I've, come, I've come back from a few runs and uh, just from expelling all, the, you know, all your whatever while you're running. You, I've come back and I've been very, like, <laughs> My sugar has been really low, and like I've had races like that occasionally too. And like you get a little. Are you expelling everything? <laughs> yeah, don't even get me started. Uh, don't yeah, get me started. I heard stories, Carol. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so uh, so I, I I pass you guys, and then um, I'm like, I'm... stop! It didn't happen for whoever's paying attention. It didn't. Well, Stop. <laughs> Carolyn had an interesting weekend. No, just we stop. Ahead. All of you, stop. So, so we, I did not uh, poop myself running, just so we're clear here, people. Well, the funniest part is you weren't sure. That's that's the part that... Anyway, so I, I kept going after you guys, and at that point, I'd go down through International Gateway and into Epcot. And then, when you're running around World Showcase at, you know, mile 12-ish, 
that's a long yeah. way to run around. It's just like when is where is Mexico? Mexico, I got to get to Mexico, and then I know I'm out. Um, and then uh, actually running along by the American Adventure, uh, Heather's husband uh, Ron, uh, he's a, a Disney cast member. He was there, and you know, give me a, a well. Actually, I gave him a big sweaty hug and everything. And sorry about that, you know, but uh, he was there and everything. And then just made my way around and got to you know came around and you get by spaceship earth and then you go out and then the finish line is is there and uh i took a video of the people <laughs> yes i do uh and then i think we lost carolyn by the way yeah. oh she froze i think she was actually just sitting there holding her head. <laughs> so then uh i took a video of the people right at the finish line and they're so motivational just i mean i know it's the last little bit and i got to the finish line got my medal as you put the picture there and i just asked the cast member i was like uh one of the volunteers i was like can you please just take my picture and he was a little technology challenged i was like all you have to do is just push the button on the phone and i was there for about five minutes before we finally got like three or four different pictures but that happened to be one of them and um uh, that's actually one of my favorite ones. There's one that I, I have like this weird smile on my face, but that one is is one of my favorite ones. And um, yeah, yeah, sorry, Ed, this is the only one that I have. Yeah, no, no, uh, no problem. And then from there, I went to medical, <laughs> where I had them ice, you know, tape my knee up. And literally at this point, I don't know if it was just all the emotions of finishing and and just doing it and. I actually, and being in pain, I actually was like, you know, very cheerful and, uh, and everything, but you know, um, I got through it. And then Dawn and Carolyn, they drove from the boardwalk over to there and they met me with a wheelchair <laughs> to drive me back to the, well, uh, to the car. Yeah. And, uh, I, I was refusing to get into it, but honestly seeing it, I was like, you know, that's actually not a bad idea. Uh, I needed to be off my leg for a couple minutes, and uh, that definitely helped. But all in all, I, I know I've rambled; I've gone all over the place with this, with this. But um, it was, it was, it was a great, great weekend. Uh, met with a lot of great people uh, between being there with Jason and Carolyn, and seeing Cindy and Katarina, <clears throat> and Heather and Ron and Marcy and Nick with the signs. And seeing Gina, she uh, met with us uh, on Friday after the uh, the five k. She spent the day with us, and uh, I don't know if I'm missing anybody else. Oh, Ian, sorry, I forget. Seeing Ian and Trish and their yeah. friends, which I cannot remember their names. I apologize. Oh yeah, Ian. <clears throat> and um, it was just it, it. It was a really, really good weekend. Um, I'm very happy I decided to do this. And you know what? I want to give a big shout out to Gail also. Because she was actually the one who said, hey, let's get this all together and let's do this. And she's like, if you do it, I'll do it. And I said, absolutely. And I did it, but she wasn't able to do it because she had um, a family obligation. I know, John, you were going to be there and you had a family obligation. And, you know, um, well, you had, you know, stuff going on. So it, it's, yep. you know, all in all. And, and I also have to give a lot of credit out to. Cindy and to uh, uh, Bad Kitty, Selena, you guys talked me through and down a few times uh, from when I was having really bad days. Um, I messaged them a lot 
and um, you know, got me through a lot of, of bad times and I did it. And that's, that's that. I mean, you know, and I, I know everyone says it's, my story is inspiring. My story is just one of many. And um, you know, I don't want to sound like a modest or anything like that, but you know, my head, I am still that fat 380 pound guy that's still in my head. And for me to be able to go ahead and do this just proves to me and it should prove to anybody else. You can do whatever you want as long as you put time and effort into it. And I did. I trained all summer yes, long. And you are being modest. You know, you are. I'm not a braggart. I, I mean, I'm, I'm just so you know, impressed by you. I'm more impressed by you, your hat marathon first half marathon than I was doing my own because you just you went after it and you trained and you stuck in there no matter how bad it got or how worried you were and you had a vision and you saw it through and a lot of people don't do that they give up right and, so, and I had two goals I mean, there are plenty of stories yes where people do things but I think that's what I want people to take away is just what you said. You stuck to it and you saw that dream through. So for anybody listening, don't give up on yours if you have one, especially if it's something like doing Run Disney or changing your life. You can do it. You just have to take that first step. No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to definitely back that up because you know what? Uh, I, I was faced with, at age 40 with some health issues and mm-hmm. I was on like five different kinds of meds and high blood pe- pressure, bad, uh, uh, low cholesterol, uh, bad, high cholesterol. Like I had it all going on at that point, sleep apnea, the whole nine yards. And I was like, um, I think I topped out at over 205 pounds. So uh, at that point, I just said, well, I got a CPAP and I said, I can't live like this because I just couldn't sleep with it. Like I was one of those people that just couldn't do it. And so I said, I'm going to change my life. I'm going to try it. And um, I I did uh, a diet, did the Nutrisystem thing or whatever, you know, whatever one you do. That's the one that worked for me and lost 45 or so pounds and pretty much stayed you know, since that for the last, what, 12 years, something like that. Right. So, I mean, to Cindy's point, to your point, you know, it, it, you have <laughs> the power to affect change in your own life and Absolutely. you got to find a goal and just stick with it. And you know what? Having your own, you know, support system is a, uh, is a big thing too. So um, having good people around you. I had two goals um, for, from my, from my race. And, you know, I keep joking around and my goals were, you know, finish and don't die. But my real goals were, I wanted to finish under two hours and 45 minutes, which I didn't make, but I wanted to finish, finish under three hours. I finished the actual clock time, uh, clock time is two hours, 57 minutes, 59 seconds. So I, I, I beat it by, you know, two minutes, um, you know, for, for that. Obviously, I go up from here. I mean, I did stop. I stopped to use the restroom once, which, you know, in all my training, I always, you know, got myself to not have to stop. But for some reason, this one I had to. And then I stopped for about a minute, minute and a half with you guys at the at the uh, cheer ICOT spot. And uh, like I said, I wasn't worried about time. It was just a goal I had in my head to try to finish in that time. And I beat one. And then next time I will beat the other one. So and that's that. So, uh, but, um, 
you, I mean, you guys on the site have encouraged, you guys have got me where I need needed to be and you helped me. And I want to thank you all from the bottom of my heart. It, it really, it means a lot to me, you know, more than probably you all know. So. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm glad that everybody could be there for you. I'm sorry. I couldn't, I really wanted to, um, was disappointing for me, but I'm glad everybody else was able to support you. And I, I was glad to watch you watch you complete your goal um, online. So that was yes. very cool. So, so. and uh, so then, um, so then that was Sunday. So then afterwards, went back to the room and uh, relaxed for a bit. And then uh, everyone, uh, Jason, I believe you went to the Animal Kingdom that morning. Uh, uh, no, I'm sorry. No, that was. Uh, oh, you went to Epcot, Saturday right? Yeah, oh, you had your brunch. That's right. Yeah, I had the the brunch at Chef Art Smith in Disney Springs, uh, which was very good. I would recommend that. Um, and then, yeah, then I met up everyone at uh, Epcot later in the afternoon. Yes, yes. And oh, I'm sorry. Just, just, just to back up, I, I, I don't want to. Also, just uh, Dawn during her 10K also set a personal record. Uh, she beat her previous 10K time by over 13 minutes. Now, I, wow. you know, yeah, by 13 minutes. She really trained her butt off also. Uh, we didn't train together because it was it's difficult with the, the – you were following the Jeff Galloway plan, and it's just different days and different times and mileage and everything. It was very difficult. But we, she trained her butt off. Uh, you know, we both did, and she—I mean, she rocked it. I mean, you know, she really rocked her her 10k. So, sorry, go ahead. I, I just didn't mean to digress for a second there. No, that, that was good. Actually, I think I have a picture of. Hang on, let me see. If oh, I can do yeah, this. there she is. Yeah, yeah that's my. There picture. we go. And yep, uh, there's not rocking the. Uh, and also the wearing run. the Ron Icott uh, t-shirt. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, I still have to order new ones because my old ones are a tad large. <laughs> I've got to come up with a new design too, or some new colors or something. Yeah, for so, uh, for our twenty first birthday. Yes, happy, which, by happy the way, twenty first birthday. Yeah, I, I miss it every year, but in October we celebrated twenty one years online. So nice, quite a thing. By the way, I think we have Carolyn back. Did you make it back, Carolyn? I am here. Yep. Yeah, she's on the My Skype. My computer got frozen once we got on the poop talk. So <laughs> it was just, just it literally crapped out. Well, then, but then, then oh. there was like about That's a back minute. To Justin, we know and love. Yeah, there's like a minute of you just on there frozen with this creepy smile too, which I was trying very hard not to laugh at, but it was just very odd, <laughs> creepy so, Canadian uh, smile. So then, yeah, we we met up at Epcot a little bit later in the day because I needed to relax and get off my knee for a bit. Um, it, it, you know, uh, it, it was very sore. And then, um, yeah, we met over at Epcot. And uh, Carolyn, I believe you went over. You went somewhere else first. Oh, you went to you're the one that went to Animal Kingdom. Next yeah, she went to Animal Kingdom first. So, and then we all met up at Epcot, and uh, we had a lovely meal at um, San Angel. San Angel, San Angel, in. Uh, we met up with Patty and Steve Stark. Uh, they were down for the weekend also. And uh, 
Also, uh, before that, I met up with um, Rachel Monez, Manes and Sean Kaufman. They were there also. So shout out to them. It was nice catching up with them for a couple minutes. And, uh, oh, I forgot. Dawn and I had done that wine tasting. I'm sorry. I'm oh, yeah. all over the place. So we they had the <laughs> beverage seminars for wine and dine. And uh, most of them are, you know, beer tasting or whatever. And obviously, I can't drink any carbonated. So we were like, you know, we're going to do a nice wine tasting. So in the festival center, hashtag wonderful of life, come back. Uh, we were in there and uh, they had a nice little table set up there. And they had three wines from the Jarvis uh, winery. I was going to say brewery winery from Napa Valley. And um, I forget the gentleman's name that was doing the seminar. He works for them and he's explaining how they're, uh, their winery is higher up, so it's a 12-degree temperature difference, so it takes their grapes longer to go, and, the, you know, it was a whole thing. So basically, they had a Chardonnay, a Merlot, and a, um, oh, my God, a Sauvignon. 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 Thank you. I can never say that. And now neither Dawn and I are fans of any of those three, but they were tasty. You know, it, it, Three little glasses, probably, I don't know, an ounce, two ounces in each. Yeah, probably about two to three ounces in each. And he just spoke about how they made them all and everything. And, um, you know, it was a good little wine tasting. It was $17 each. And uh, it killed 45 minutes. And then uh, then we went over and met everyone for dinner. And uh, Excellent. Uh, and we had tickets to the after party. <laughs> But yes. it was really rainy, so uh, we didn't get to um, do a whole, whole lot of stuff. I sat front row and I watched the American Adventure, which I always like to do. And we met up with um, oh gosh, what's the what's the dragon's name, jo- Justin? Oh, Mushu, Mushu. Yeah, Mushu. So we had a picture with Mushu, um, but it just it was getting really rainy. So one of the last things we did of the night, which was crazy, and it got a big response on on the social media, was um, Jason posted a picture to and video from the Adventurers Club. They set oh, up. Oh yeah, what so in, what was that all about? They were actually out on the course also for the yeah. half marathon. They were actually set up. Uh, at right right past mile one or so they were actually out there set up uh talking with guests and taking pictures with runners and uh i didn't stop for them though but yep so they had but, but they were the, yeah as part of the after yeah. party they did three shows uh we caught the oh second one gosh. so sad i missed that so it was uh it was it was really good um i don't i'm not sure anyone in our group actually had seen the original adventurers club oh there's uh, your part here's your ticket yep but it was it was really it was really good i was aware of it like I, I, I was aware of kungaloosh and hoopla and the balderdash cup and all that um they actually had the uh colonel came to life um instead of the curator i guess in the first show was the um curator and then three of the other uh, main characters as uh, a Pamela Perkins is the club president, I think. Um, and then they had uh, the Colonel whose name I'm going to try to pronounce uh, was there for the it's second right. show. <laughs> yeah, I can type it out. Um, 
but uh so it was really funny um they very kind of openly mocked that it had been 10 years since they'd done a show and they forgot some of the uh script yeah uh, they were trying to do some of the songs they did and they got stuck about halfway through on a couple of them and just kind of you know laughed it off and uh so you know it was 10 years ago so it'd been a while and um they did bring up an interesting point about halfway through um you know the adventurers club closed what like 2008 then although i think he had gone somewhat seasonal by that point it wasn't doing the nightly shows um you know in 2008 people weren't like super onto you know like cell phones or iphones yet really (laughs) right so the more adult language that went on in the Adventurers Club was still very kind of this, you know, sort of Disney secret and allure. Well, they were yeah, doing real shows from the Adventurers Club and the actual scripts. So they actually did kind of stop halfway through and um, I think made the comment of, you know, we're not used to people videotaping us when we're doing this. Oh, and the one That's guy, true. one guy was videotaping yeah. the front, and the guy was like, "I'm going to smash your phone after this." Right? It was like, "Don't worry, I'm going to smash his phone after this. So there won't be any evidence." So it was all, it was all very good. Eyeballed. So got, yes. So we got two, uh, two body, two uh, short videos up there of it, just to give give you a little bit of a taste of it uh, without yeah. spoiling it for those that are there, and hopefully it'll be a unique experience they'll continue to do because it was was quite popular even uh, in the rain because it would start to come down again during that. Yeah, the, the picture with Mushu, if you would have saw us five minutes before that with our ponchos, we were just dripping wet. It was just it was just nasty out that night. It was just pouring rain. It was just ugly. Yep. And then we walked over and, and we all got a... pretty much up. wrapped up the whole weekend. I was going to say... The next day we were starting to get going home. I know, Jason, you stayed for another day. Yep, my day without a cell phone, so it was uh, smartphones, that was interesting, that's kind of where we started the podcast, so we've now come full circle. Full circle. Yes, and uh, Carolyn drove Dawn and I to the airport, we had a 12-20-something flight, and uh, yeah, that morning we just packed and said our goodbye to Pop Century, and... uh, that was uh, more or less it. Oh, I'm sorry. We did have another issue with our door. Um, the night of the Saturday night, the 10K, we come back Why to the room. You? We come back to the room, and our door is open. Uh, apparently, huh. when mousekeeping cleaned the room, they left the bar, and the door was just open. You know, who knows how long it was open, and. Uh, you know, we called the front desk and they're like, well, is anything missing? And we're like, no. And they pretty much, well, well I guess that's it then, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously it's a bit of an issue. So uh, we've been contacting Disney and emailing with them. And, you know, I mean, there's really not much of a resolution we can expect. But to at least make sure that it doesn't happen again. And, uh, you know, it was a little disheartening that how very blasé they were about the whole issue. But uh, uh, for those of you who know Dawn, she's a bit of a pit bull, so she's going to be on top of things. <laughs> and Jason's laughing because <laughs> he saw some of the rage. Oh so, uh, oh my! Uh, but um, well, sounds like a good time had by all. Hashtag Run Icot. Yes, so. Run Icot, Cheer Icot, Run Disney. Uh, hashtag Wine and Dine, Wine Dine Half. Um, you know, uh, the whole crew did a great job of of 
posting uh, to the different social medias, and I hope you all followed along um, as well as you could. And if you want to go back and look at the hashtags, hashtag run ICOT, hashtag cheer ICOT, there's lots of posts up there. I've, I put a, I, I, I did mostly my own private stuff. Uh, sorry, I didn't post to the, uh, the other stuff because I knew Jason and Carolyn were on that more. Yeah, I know. So, uh, so I basically, but I did so, hashtag a lot of the stuff. So if you want to go back and look at my pictures and videos and silly stuff, feel free. If not, that's you fine. Can find it. So we've got about eight minutes left. So, Jason, of the stuff that is that we <laughs> that we had to go over tonight, uh, what's the most important? I've got a glorious three-hour presentation. Okay. You've got you've got eight minutes. Go! <laughs> oh, let's see what we have. Uh, probably the biggest thing, uh, two biggest things. So the new uh, ticketing system is in process at Walt Disney World. So uh, probably in the interest of time, if you just want to go to the website www.intercot.com and scroll. Probably about halfway down. <laughs> How loud is this music? Because I can't even hear myself right now. <laughs> I know. Sorry. All right, I'm not going to shout over the music. There we go. Uh, <laughs> is that better? Is right. that better? Right. Uh, if you scroll about okay. halfway down the page, uh, you'll find our links there. So everything you need to know about the new ticketing system is up on the website. Uh, short of it is, okay. you now have to pick dates from a calendar. Depending on how long you pick, you have certain time periods to use it. Um, other important things to know, annual prices have increased, as well as theme park uh, parking prices. Uh, so check those out on the uh, boards before your next trip so you're in the know. And if you have any questions, uh, make sure you post because all of the friendly intercotees would love to answer your questions. Um, other big news is we talked about it, but it has now officially been announced. Uh, the former River Country site, as well as where Mickey's Backyard Barbecue was and the surrounding area, will be a brand new hotel uh, opening in 2022. It'll feature uh, 900 hotel rooms plus new Disney Vacation Club units. Uh, what are they no, calling? Are they is not there a tentative the name or no? Yeah, there will be DVC rooms. Um, no uh, name yet uh, for it. Um, but it's going to be nature-inspired. Uh, it's a little interesting. It almost sounds like it might be similar to the um, uh, Disney Nature uh, Resort that's out of Disneyland Paris. Uh, it's, I won't be on that grand of a scale. You can uh, do the Googles on that. It's called villages nature paris um but it has it has different types of sort of naturally inspired room settings and it's interesting that in the description they talk about many different room amenities so they might be at least taking some inspiration from that um but it will be uh all spread out throughout that area Mm. Um, they say yeah, spread across a variety of unique accommodation types um, mm. in the cool. survey that was sent out for it ahead of time 
They said uh, one of the possible names will be Disney Discovery Lodge. Uh, they sent out a survey asking if guests like that named. The theme was defined as refined in nature. Huh. And said the resort will use steel, glass, and wood in a way reminiscent of the beautifully crafted cabins found in nature. You know, those cabins that organically go grow in uh, nature on cabin trees. Other well-crafted details and refined materials will reflect the organic forms of the outdoors. Of course, as opposed to the huh. inorganic forms of the outdoors. Chemistry. Right. Chemistry. Yeah. Stay away from this. So, uh, 2022, that I guess will be the next big thing once we get through all the 50th anniversary uh, expansion projects in 2020 and 2021. Um, maybe the only other thing to comment real quickly, Skyliner, a uh, few oh, updates yeah. on that? that. So we, I think we saw it all during the trip there. Um, the Skyliner or Sightliner, as it's also being called, since it's breaking up sightlines all over the property. Um, I heard that one. But, I like Yeah. It's just such an eyesore. It just looks awful. It's it's not as bad as some blogs have posted. They've kind of taken some of the pictures from the absolute worst angle and acted like, you know, that's the view it is just to be completely objective. Um, I think it's been a little exaggerated, but there are definitely areas where they plopped it down without a popped a, uh, you know, a post down without any, reference to you know where you could see it from or you know what forced perspective it's now you know throwing off uh there's definitely a few of those but it's not like they're like popping up behind the castle or you know in front of spaceship earth or anything when you enter the park um so one of the things that was confirmed it is three separate uh segments that was heavily implied but not fully confirmed uh so if you're staying at pop century or art of animation get ready to do a lot of changes to get to either park. Uh, you'll have to change at least once uh, or possibly twice to get to uh, So they're, they're separate. So meaning you've got to get off your car and get on another car. That so far is what this seems to uh, confirm. They released a promotional video that says there are three distinct segments. Uh, so one huh. is Epcot to the Riviera Resort to the Caribbean Beach Resort. The other is Hollywood mm-hmm. Studios to Caribbean Beach. And the third is Hourglass Lake to Caribbean Beach. Hourglass Lake, if you're not aware, is the lake uh, between Art of Animation and Pop Century. Back when Pop Century was supposed to be where Art of Animation was on the other half. So that was Hourglass Lake with the Generational Gap Bridge, I believe. So is um, the stop... I, I didn't notice when we stayed at Pop, but is the, is the stop going to be like on the lake? Yeah, I think it's like resorts? right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of that's that's kind of why they haven't referred to it as either hotel station. It's kind of the hourglass lake station. It's funny. We were uh, there and we had a lake view, and I didn't even look out to see uh, the station. <laughs> but um, the there are some related internal documents as well as the uh, timing of the Riviera Grand opening are pointing to a mid-2019 opening date for the Skyliner, and a lot of people have been asking about that. And also, as a result, uh, Friendship Boat Service to Epcot's International Gateway uh, will be suspended November 28th through December 18th. 
Uh, I think that is a pretty popular time to visit uh, Walt Disney World. So just know during that time, um, you can either walk, it still sounds like. The International Gateway will still be open. Uh, but you can see right where some of that construction is happening right by the boat uh, right. port, yeah, if you will. Uh, so they are going to have to close that for uh, was it about three, three and a half weeks there. Uh, to finish that construction, uh, they did say for guests staying at those resorts, there will be a bus. Uh, I guess if you cannot or do not yeah. wish to walk that distance, there will be a bus <laughs> taking you to the front of the park, um, which uh, I guess, ironically, you'll then have to walk back to World Showcase if that's where you were going. But uh, <laughs> those are We're probably three, right, those are probably three, uh, three hottest news topics. Uh, there'll be a few more okay. we'll cover next time. Yeah. So, any final words, final thoughts, folks? Great weekend was had by all. Thank you all for following along and motivating me. And uh, like I said, I know it's not all about me. And you know, maybe I am being a little selfish and whatnot. Everybody but you know what? It's Justin. Yeah. So it's true. But uh, you know, uh, like I said, I appreciate everybody. We had a great time, and um, that's it. Anything from the Skype crew? Um, no, I'm just glad that I got to come back on and listen from this side of things. No, I, <laughs> well, I wanted to hit you because I'm about to hit the music here, and then you're never gonna, you're not going to hear anything at that point. So we're just going to hear lovely music. Nope, I have nothing left either. Oh, okay. Congratulations again to Justin, and it was great seeing everybody. And- that's it. Yeah, congratulations to everybody who ran not only from uh, Ron Icott, but uh, who had the perseverance to get out there and do it. Um, it's uh, it's a unique time, and it, it, it is a lot of fun, having done it uh, a few times myself and hopefully looking forward to doing it again. Um, it, it's unlike any other probably 5K, half, 10, full that you could do. Um, so if you haven't done it, recommend you do at some point. But, and there's uh, still spots available for Marathon Weekend for some of the races and for Star Wars in April, which I believe might be the next time we go. So, Right. So cool. And uh, Justin, you're perfectly welcome to come and uh, do the half here. Uh, I'm, th- like. I'm thinking about it. I don't know about that first one you sent me, but possibly the second one. So. There's a couple of them. Yeah. Down here in Hilton Head, has, we've got a number of races going on in the next uh, few months. Good time of the year to run too in uh, January, February, and March. So, Anyway, guys, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, For Carolyn, Cindy, Jason, Justin, I am John. We'll see you next time. Bye now. Bye, everybody. Thanks for watching. See you next time.
Indeed, here comes the big finish. Uh, uh. And we're out. Bye now. Bye-bye.